0: Grace and peace from the almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, be with you now and forevermore. Amen. We thank the Lord of all grace who has given us today to worship him. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, This week or last week from Monday all the way to this Sunday, we had our glorious power Conference 2020, our Glorious Power Conference 2020, on the theme, the Glorious God has appeared unto all men, the grace of the Glorious God has appeared unto all men. That was taken from Titus chapter 2, verse 11 to 12, and this grace which has appeared unto all men, that grace brings salvation. And that same grace is able to help us to say no to all forms of ungodliness. Amen. And today we are bringing our glorious power conference to an end. And what the Lord has laid on my heart to share with the glorious people of God is entitled Heaven, the Glorious Home of the Righteous. Heaven, the Glorious Home of the righteous. We are taking two scripture readings. The first one we are reading from Revelation chapter 21. Revelation chapter 21, verse 11 to 22, and Revelation chapter 22, verse 1 to 5. We are reading from the New King James Version. Revelation 21, 1 to uh, eleven to twenty two.
1: Revelation chapter twenty one verses eleven to twenty two. Having the glory of God, her light was like the most precious stone, like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. Also she had a great and high wall with twelve gates and twelve angels at the gates, and names written on them which are the names of the 12 tribes of the children of Israel. Three gates on the east, three gates on the north, three gates on the south, and three gates on the west. Now the wall of the city had 12 foundations, and on them were the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. And he who walked with me had a gold reed to measure the city, its gates and its walls. The city is laid out as a square. Its length is as great as its breadth. And he measured the city with the reed. 12,000 furlongs, its length, breadth, and height are equal. Then he measured its wall, 144 cubits, according to the measure of the man. That is, of an angel. The construction of the city, of its walls, was of jasper and the city was pure gold, like clear glass. The foundation of the wall of the city were adorned with all kinds of precious stones. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, the third cardinal- cardinoli, the fourth emerald, the fifth sat onyx, the sixth sadius, and the seventh crystal- chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth cyp- cypher 11, jazit, and the twelve amtite. The, the, the 12 gates were 12 pearls, each individual was of one pearl, and the city of, and the street of the city was pure gold, like transparent glass. But I saw no temple in it, for the Lord God Almighty, and the lamp are in its temple. Amen.
0: Amen. Revelations chapter 22, verse one to five. Revelation 22, 1 to 5.
1: Revelation 22, verses 1 to 5. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the middle of his streets and on either side of the river was the tree of life, which bore 12 fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves were of the tree were for the healing of the nations, and there shall be no more cares. But the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. They shall see his face, and his face shall be on their foreheads. There shall be no nights there. They, they need no lamp nor light of the sun, for the Lord gives them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen.
0: Jesus, you are my friend. Oh, my companion. Oh, brother.
2: Oh, my guide, would always. Who me oh, me. Oh, others, my.
0: Heaven, the glorious home of the righteous. Heaven, the glorious home of the righteous. This is the place that we want to be. So we are asking Jesus Christ to direct our path, to lead us, so that we will be in this glorious place. Hallelujah. Amen. Some scientists believe that there is no heaven. Some scientists believe that there is no heaven, and the reason why they say that there is no heaven is that some scientists, they have discovered that about 300 million trillion miles from the earth, 300 trillion miles from the earth, they discovered the Northern star, the Northern star, so the Northern star is at the north, 300 million 300 trillion uh, miles away from the earth. So because of that, they think that there is no heaven. uh, Because they are thinking of the physical heaven. uh, And they are proposing and then propounding and compounding and confusing people. That heaven is not there. But we believers, we believe in the biblical view of heaven. That heaven is a definite and a tangible place. Hallelujah. It's a definite and a tangible place. It exists. Amen. It exists. Now, the place of heaven. You see, Jesus Christ preached more about hell than any other preacher in the Bible. He preached more about hell than any other preacher in the Bible. However, Jesus preached more about heaven than hell. Preached more about heaven than hell. (laughs) Uh, Mark Gospel chapter 9, verse 45 to 48. Uh, He spoke about hell uh, and he said that if your eyes, uh, your two eyes is going to lead you uh, to hell, it is better for you to plug it so that you enter into heaven with one eye, than to enter into hell with two eyes. And if one of your legs is worrying you, cut it off. It is better to enter into heaven with one leg than to enter, sorry, it's better to enter into heaven with one leg than to enter into hell with two legs. So you could see that Jesus preached about hell than any other preacher in the Bible. However, he also preached more on heaven than hell, hallelujah in John's gospel chapter 6 verse 38 Jesus Christ said that I came down from heaven to come and do the will of the one who sent me, so Jesus Christ came down from heaven so he came down from heaven and therefore he will be the one who will be able to give how heaven looks like Hallelujah. And the Bible says in Luke Gospel, chapter 24, verse 51, that when Jesus Christ was, was with his disciples, the Bible said that as he blessed them, he was taken up into the heavens. So he ascended into the heavens from where he came from. So no wonder in Acts of the Apostles, chapter 1, verse 9 to 11, When Jesus Christ was being caught up in the clouds and the disciples were gazing, looking at him as he was being ascended into the heavens, two men who were angels appeared and they said, Men of Galilee, men of Galilee, why are you gazing so like that? For this same Jesus that you see him ascending into heaven. In the same manner, he will come back. Hallelujah. So Jesus Christ came down from heaven to come and execute what his father has entrusted into his hands. And when he finished, he also ascended into heaven from where he came from. Hallelujah. Amen. Very, very interesting. Beloved, there are three heavens. There are three heavens. We have what you call the area heavens, we have what you call the sidereal heavens, and we have what you call the celestial heavens. Huh? The Bible talks about the plural heavens. So we have the area, we have the sidereal, and then we have the celestial heavens. For the area heaven, what others also call it, the atmospheric heaven. Huh? It's the heaven that is very visible to us when we... Look up into the sky. Huh. What is visible is heaven. Hallelujah. It's heaven. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the, the earth. It is the place that the best huh, fly. The best fly. So, in Jeremiah chapter 20, in Jeremiah chapter 4, verse 25, Jeremiah said that the best of the heaven have fled. The best of the heavens have what? Fled. Huh? So this is the area heaven or the atmospheric heavens. Hallelujah. Then we have what you call the stellar or the sidereal heavens. The stellar or the sidereal heavens. This is where the stars and then the constellations. The stars and the constellations shine forth. So in Isaiah chapter 13 Verse 10. Isaiah said that the day of the Lord cometh where the stars and the constellations will not give forth their light. Ah, so, a time is coming. Ah, that is the day of the Lord that the stars and the constellations will not give off their light in heaven. So, this is the second heavens. This is the second heavens. Heavens. It is the place that also the principalities and the demons also reside. We remember that when Daniel prayed for 21 days, and then the day that he started praying, the Lord sent uh, the answer to his prayers. But the Bible said that when the answer was coming, the prince of Persia, they blocked the answer that was being sent through angel Gabriel. So Daniel has to continue to pray until God sent reinforcement through Michael to break through the prince of Patia. So they reside in the second heavens where the stars and the constell- uh, uh, constellations bring forth their light. Hallelujah. Beloved, we have what we call the next heaven. We call the third heavens. The third heavens. Hmm. Solomon calls it in second uh, Chronicles chapter 6 verse 18. In the King James version, he called it the heaven of heavens. The heaven of heavens. Other translation uses the word highest heaven. Highest heaven. The heaven of what? Heavens. Hallelujah. Huh? Apostle Paul also called it the third heavens. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Verse 2, Paul said that I was caught up into the third heavens. I was caught up into the third heavens. Huh? And Paul said that this heaven is what you call paradise. 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 This is where uh, the Lord God Almighty resides. Hallelujah. So Jesus Christ in Matthew Gospel chapter 5, verse 16, he said that, let your life so shine before men that they will glorify your Father who is in heaven. So he's talking about the Father in the third heavens, the celestial. Amen. And this is where we will go. Hallelujah. This is where we will go. So when Jesus in John's Gospel chapter 14, verse 1 to 3, when he Gathered his disciples, and then he was admonishing them, he was comforting them. He told them that, you know, something, do not be troubled, do not be worried. For I go to a place to go, I go to my father's house to go and prepare a place for you. And when I finish, I will come and take you, so that where I am, you will be also. And Jesus said that if it were not so, I would have told you. If it were not so, I would have told you. Hallelujah. Huh? So, uh, Jesus Christ was talking about the third heavens That he's going to his father's house. His father's house to prepare a place for us. And when he finished, he will come and take us. For in his Father's house, there are many mansions. In his Father's house, there are many rooms. There are many dwelling places. Hallelujah. That day, oh, we are waiting for that day. It will be a very glorious day. Hallelujah. So Jesus Christ is saying that that particular place that I'm talking about is where the Lord God Almighty dwells, where the Father lives. Hallelujah. So, beloved, What is heaven or where is heaven? Heaven is where God lives. Heaven is where God lives. He said that in my Father's house. In uh, Matthew Gospel chapter 6, Jesus Christ spoke about heaven. And when he was also talking about the Lord, he said that our Father in heaven, this way. Our Father in heaven. Uh-huh. So the Lord God Almighty is in heaven. <clears throat> heaven is the throne of God. According to Isaiah chapter 66 verse 1. That heaven is his throne and the earth is his full stool. Uh, so heaven is the throne of God. Very, very interesting. Heaven is the throne of God. So God sits in heaven. Uh, So, because he sits in heaven, he fills the whole heaven. And then he also reigns in heaven. The Lord God Almighty reigns in heaven. Uh, And that place is very holy. So interesting. It's very holy. And because it's holy, uh, we have... Power and glory that also emanate from that place. It is the place that God lives, the place that God will reside. It is very, very high, very high. It is very high. That day, Isaiah said that in the year that King Uzziah died, died, Isaiah, I saw the Lord sitting on his throne, which was highly lifted up, very high. It is very elevated. So the Lord's throne is very, very, very high. It is where... God resides. Amen. Huh. God also answers the believers, huh, or he answered prayers from heaven. Huh. According to Second uh, Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, that if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and turn their way from their wicked, turn their way from their wicked hearts, and then seek my face, I, the Lord, I will hear from heaven. And then heal the alarm. So the Lord answers the prayers of the righteous also from heaven. He answers the prayers of the righteous also from heaven. Very, very, very interesting. However, God also sent his judgment from heaven. Hmm. In Genesis chapter 19, I think verse 24, the Bible said that God rain, brimstone, and sulfur. From heaven to destroy Sodom and then what Gomorrah, and also in Romans chapter one verse eighteen, the Bible says that God's wrath uh, always comes from heaven. So judgment also emanates from where God resides. May the Lord God Almighty be very gracious unto us. So heaven is where God resides. Hallelujah, heaven. It's also where Jesus lives, where Jesus is. So Jesus is in in heaven. In Hebrews chapter 9, verse 24, the Bible says that Jesus Christ has not entered into a place which is made by human hand. But he has entered into heaven. He has entered into what? Into heaven. Huh. So, in that place, Jesus Christ is also living. There is a place that Jesus is. The place that your Savior is. The place that my Savior is. And what is Jesus doing in, in heaven? According to Hebrews chapter 7, verse 25, the Bible says that Jesus Christ is interceding for us in heaven. So, he is our high priest. He is interceding for us, he's interceding for you, he's interceding for me. In heaven too, Jesus Christ is acting as our mediator. Huh? In uh, First uh, Timothy chapter 2, verse 5, the Bible said that there is only one mediator between God and man. So in heaven, Jesus Christ is acting as our mediator. Also in heaven, he's acting as our advocate. He's acting as our advocate. Hallelujah. So it's a place that Jesus Christ resides. That was why the Bible says that he came down from heaven and he also ascended into heaven. That is a place that Jesus is. Very, very interesting. Heaven is also the place that the holy angels also reside. Not the fallen angels. The holy angels. They also reside in heaven. Hmm. So the seraphims and then the cherubims and then the Michaels and then the Gabriels. All the holy angels reside in heaven and then they worship the Lord. It is going to be a very interesting place when we get there. Hallelujah. And what do these angels, what do they do? According to Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14, the Bible says that these angels are ministering spirit. They minister unto us. The angels, they minister unto us. And these angels, too, in Luke Gospel, chapter 15, verse 10, they rejoice when a sinner repents. So when a soul is saved for the Lord, the angels, they rejoice. Hallelujah. The angels are also very interested in the redemptive work of God concerning mankind. In Ephesians, chapter 3, verse 10, and First 1 Peter 1:12, 1, they are very interested in the redemptive work of man. So heaven is where the holy angels are. So interesting, not only angels but beloved, you know something. Heaven is also where the believers' rewards are. So when we go to heaven, huh, we are going to receive our rewards in heaven. We are going to receive our rewards in what? In heaven where the believers' rewards are. So when Jesus Christ was teaching about the Beatitudes, uh, in Matthew Gospel, chapter 5, verse 11 to 12, he said that, Rejoice exceedingly, for great is your reward in heaven. For great is your reward in heaven. So our reward is also in heaven. So heaven is where our reward is. Very, very interesting. So Interesting. So interesting. Beloved, you know something? Heaven is also the place that our true treasure is. Where our true treasure is. Jesus Christ said in mighty gospel, chapter 6, verse 19 to 20, that we should lay our treasures in heaven. We should lay our treasures in heaven. So heaven is where the believers' treasures are. Beloved, earthly treasures are insecure. They are insecure. Why are they insecure? Jesus explained in Matthew Gospel, chapter 6, verse 19, that on earth, you find out that there are thieves, moths, and then rusts, huh, which is able to contaminate our treasures. So our treasures are not s- secure. But in heaven, our treasures are secure. Why? Ah, in the verse 20 of Mighty says, Jesus said that because in heaven we don't have the moth, we don't have the rust, we don't have corruption, we don't have thieves that will be able to enter into heaven. May the Lord God Almighty be very gracious unto us. We have our treasures in heaven. Beloved, let us lay our treasures in heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. Also, heaven is where the believer's name, or where our names, the names of the Christians, the redeemed is found. So your name, Jessica, is written in heaven. Your name, David Ammon, is written in heaven. Your name, Eliezer, is written in in heaven. So interesting. Jesus Christ in Luke Gospel chapter 10, verse 20, when he sent the disciples to, to, to go and preach the gospel, and then when they went to preach the gospel, the Bible said that they healed all kinds of diseases. Demons bow to them. And then they brought the report to Jesus. They brought the report and they said, Jesus, you know something? When we went to preach, oh, indeed, the Lord is very gracious. People accepted the word. Demons uh, were delivered. The sick were healed. They were very happy. And Jesus said that you should not rejoice because demons and evil spirits have bowed down to you. But rejoice that your name is written in heaven. Rejoice that your name is written in heaven. Luke Gospel chapter 10 verse 20. So heaven is where the believers' names are written. So our names is in heaven. Hallelujah. Our names is in heaven. So when Jesus Christ said that, oh, I go to prepare a place for you. And when I finish, I will come back and come and take you, so that where I am, you will be also. Beloved, when you read the Bible, the Bible also gives other names to heaven. Huh. Other names to heaven. In Matthew Gospel, chapter 3, verse 12, the Bible used the word Ha, huh. That is only used in the King James Version only in the King James Version. The other versions uses the word bounce, bounce, bounce. NLT, NIV, all of them use the word bounce, B-A-R-N-S, bounce. Yeah, but King James uses the word Garnet. The Bible says that Jesus Christ is holding his winnowing or his farm in his hand, and he's cleaning the wheat. He's cleaning the wheat separating the good ones from the chaff, and he's going to gather the good ones into his garden, into his garden, and the chaff, he will burn it in fire. So the garden there is heaven. That is, the believers are going to be gathered into into heaven. Then in John's Gospel chapter 14, verse 2, where we read, Jesus Christ said that, in my Father's house, There are what? Many mansions. So, another word for heaven is the Father's house. The Father's house. Also, in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 5, the Bible says that heaven is also called the throne of Christ and of God. The throne of Christ and of God. So, it is what? God's throne. It is God's what? Throne. Also in Second Corinthians chapter 12, huh, verse 2 and 4. Apostle Paul said that I was caught up in the third heavens. I was caught up in the third heavens. And what I saw, huh, I cannot express it. Huh? And where I was caught, whether I was in the spirit or I was in the body, I didn't know. And that place is what? Paradise. So another name for heaven is also what? Paradise or paradisi. It's paradise. So heaven is God's throne, the place that God will live. So when you read the Bible and then you see some of these words, you don't need to be worried at all. It's a place that God will reside. Hmm. Some people have already gone to heaven. Huh? An example is Enoch, who was translated to heaven. He did not die. He went to heaven st- straight away. Huh? In Genesis chapter 5, verse 4, And Hebrews chapter 11, verse 5. Enoch went straight to heaven. Also, Elijah too. Also went straight to heaven. Elijah. Elijah. huh? In 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 9 to 11. He was taken out by chariot of fire into heaven. Beloved, we will also go to heaven. Hallelujah. We will also go to heaven. It's the place that God dwells. Amen. The place that God dwells. So, (laughs) beloved... We have explained the background very, very nice, very beautiful, very nice. So Jesus, in John's Gospel, chapter 14, verse 1 to 3, when he was comforting the disciples, he said that, you know something, I am going to a certain place. That place is called my Father's house. So you should not be troubled, neither should you be For that place there are many mansions and I am going to prepare a place for you. And when I finish preparing that place for you, I will come back and come and take you so that where I am, you will be also. Hallelujah. (laughs) Where I am, you will be also. So it's a place that uh, Jesus is going to prepare for us. Beloved, I want to do some description about Heaven, as John saw it and as Jesus Christ also communicated to his disciples. Heaven is a very special place. It's a very special place. And it's a very special place because God dwells there. God's power comes forth from heaven. God's glory fills the place. The holy angels always sing, holy, holy, holy. Holy be to the Lord God Almighty, the Lord God who was and is and is to come. It's a place of enjoyment. Hallelujah. Ah, where the Lord God Almighty is. Ah, it's a very beautiful place. The grace of the Lord fills the whole place. In fact, the Bible says that there is no sun in heaven, there is no sun in heaven, there is no moon. Just the glory of Jesus Christ is able to light the whole place. So beautiful. What a place. Ah, May the Lord God Almighty help all of us and be very gracious unto us as we go to this place. It's a very special place. Beloved, heaven is a very beautiful place. The place is what? Very beautiful. No place on earth can be compared to heaven. No place on earth can be compared to to heaven. John the Revelator saw a revelation of heaven. In Revelation chapter 22, he said that, And I saw a new Jerusalem, the new heaven, coming down from heaven. There was no sea. So that place, there is no sea. There is no sea. So it means that in heaven, there is no corruption. There is no corruption. Last time I explained that even uh, in biblical terms, sea, I've seen it, it symbolizes the abode, the abode of satanic forces that are hostile to God. Ah, so in heaven, Satan cannot be there. And also, sea symbolizes corruption. There is salt in the sea. In heaven, nothing is corrupt. So you, you don't need salt to preserve anything there. So there is no sea wall in heaven. John said that I saw this and John gave the distinction of heaven the distinction of the city that like he saw huh? the the opulence the grandeur and the finesse that was linked to the city had huh? John attempted to describe it but it was indescribable it was beyond description John said that he saw that that city had huh, the city Ah, wall is made of jasper. The city is built with what? Jasper. So when talk talking about jasper, jasper is today what we call diamond. Jasper is what we call today diamond. So Edom is saying that the city is built with jasper. And diamond is a precious stone. On earth, the precious mineral, the most expensive mineral on earth. And that is the mineral that Jesus Christ has used to build the city that you and I will be there. Hallelujah. Heaven, the glorious home of the righteous. So interesting. See that it is built with what? With jasper. It is built with what? With jasper. And John was saying that huh, the glory of Jesus Christ shined the place. It shine the place. The place is very beautiful. Huh? Even the streets, the street of that place is made of the purest transparent gold. The purest transparent gold. Very, very beautiful place. So the place is a place of distinction. Hallelujah. It's a very beautiful place. Then John went ahead. To describe about the size, the dimensions of the city that he saw, and then John said that this city, (laughs) this city, it has twelve gates, and three gates are on the uh, uh, each side of the city, on the west. The East, the South, and the North—three gates. And John said that each gate has an angel. Each gate has an angel that stands on the gate, and the uh, the names of the twelve tribes of Israel is being written on each of the gates. So we have the name of Manasseh, Rubin, Levi—all of them is written on each of the gates. And John continued to explain that the city huh, is built on 12 foundations. Huh? 12 foundations with 12 different stones. And then each of the foundations also has the name of the 12 apostles also recorded on it. Very interesting. Amen. I they are precious stones. And John went ahead to explain that the gate of the city is made of a pearl. I'll explain that one to you in a jiffy. It's made of what? A pearl. Also another word, precious word, stone. Very, very, very interesting. So interesting. And John said that when you look at the dimensions of this city, it measures 12,000 phylons or 12,000 stadia. That is on the Uh, The length, the width is 12,000 by 12,000. If you want to bring it to to this metric, you do need. It's about 1,500 miles. About 1,500. So the uh, length is 1,500 miles. The width or the breadth is 1,500 miles. And the height, too, is also 1,000 miles. 500 miles. So it looks like it's a square prism. It's a square prism. For information of my youth, we have two regular solids. A solid can either be a prism or it can be a pyramid. It can be a prism or it can be what? A pyramid. Now what happened is that uh, the difference between a prism and a pyramid is that a prism has flat surfaces, flat faces, and then a pyramid has a, a rectangular uh, surface on top. Uh, so if you have, let's say, a square, have you seen it? A square, and then uh, you have a, a flat face, that's the height as a flat, then becomes a square word prism. So, it means that every side is the same, and when it is a square, then we call it what? A cube. Have you seen it? So, a cube is a special type of what? Prism. What is a square word? Prism. But when the base is a rectangle, it's called a rectangular prism. When the base is a triangle, it's called a triangular word. Prism. When the base is a circle, it is called a circular prism. But because it's a very special type of prism, they give the name cylinder. So cylinder is a circular prism. So if you want to find the volume, the volume of a prism, you only uh, calculate the area of the base. So if the base is a square, just the length times the length, it gives you the area. Uh, if it's a triangle, you calculate the area of that triangle. And then you multiply it by the height. So just the base area or the area of the base times the height gives you the volume of the prism. If it is a pyramid, it's the same thing. Uh, You also calculate the area of the base. So if it's a a square, it's called a square pyramid. If it's a triangle, it's called a triangular pyramid. Uh And if it's a circle, it's called a circular pyramid. But this is special. So, circular pyramid is giving the name cone. So, cone is just a circular wall pyramid. So, you just take the area of the base and then you multiply it by the height and then you get the volume and you divide by what? Three. Uh, So, how to calculate the volume of a prism and the volume of a pyramid is the same. The only difference is that for the pyramid, you, you divide what you have calculated by what? 3. That is the base times the height then you divide it by what? 3. So what John was describing here, he was saying that the length was 1,500 miles the width 1,500 miles and the height is also 1,500 miles. So it means that every side is the same and therefore we can say that it's a square what? Prism. Or it is what? A cube. It is a cube. And John went ahead to say that the man who had the rate or the rod in his hand measured also the height. Uh, but this one, the way he said it, uh, if you're not careful, you'll not understand it. Measured the height. And he said that this one was at 144 cubic. 144 cubic. If you want to convert it, it's about 216 feet. If you want to bring it to... Meters, the metric unit is about 36 meters. So you could see that the thickness of the wall, that city is about 36 meters. Very, very thick. And the wall is made of what? Jasper, the precious stone diamond. Hallelujah. So this is the dimension that John also gave to the city that Jesus Christ is preparing for us as he told the disciples in John chapter 14, verse 1 to 3, that I go to prepare a place for you. Amen. And then John went ahead to explain the design of the place, that is the construction and the materials that is being used in building that place. Very, very interesting. John explained the material that is being used to building. We can read this one from Revelation chapter 21, verse 18 to 21. Revelation chapter 21, verse 18 to 21. John said that the city is built of jasper, precious stone, diamond, as I've explained to you. And the streets of the city... Is made of pure gold. It means that the streets, the highway in heaven, is paved with pure gold. Very beautiful, pure, uh, pure gold. And then the city, it rests on twelve uh, uh, stones. So the city rests on twelve foundations. Twelve foundations, which is made of what? Twelve. Precious word, stone, twelve precious stone, and John gave the names of the precious stone. So interesting. I want to look at that one very quickly. Very quickly. So, so interesting. Very, very interesting. 12 stones. He mentioned the stones to us. The first stone that John mentioned is what you call jasper, and the color of jasper is clear white, it's very clear. Uh, diamond has no color. It's very clear. And then the second stone that John mentioned, that's the foundation. The second stone is sapphire. And the color of sapphire is, what, is blue, uh-huh. it's a clear blue. Then he mentioned the next one, the third foundation is made of this stone, uh, chalcedony, chalcedony. And chalcedony has a color of yellowish green, yellowish green. And then the fourth uh, stone, that is the fourth foundation, it's made from emerald, And e- emirate has a color of deep green. Deep green. And then the fifth stone is sardonyx. Sardonyx has a color of white with layers of red. Very, very, very beautiful. And then the sixth stone, uh, the sixth foundation is made of saudiose stone. And the color of saudiose Stone is very red, very red, and then the seventh stone is made of chrysolite. And chrysolite has a color of golden yellow, golden yellow. The eighth is burial, the color is sea green. The ninth is topaz, the c- color is greenish yellow. The eleventh is adjacent the color is violet and the 12 is amethyst the color is purple very beautiful so this is the stones that god has used to make the foundations in heaven look at the different colors and look at the glory of jesus christ as it shines there like a rainbow and then it hits these different colors Hey, how beautiful the place is going to be. Beloved, let us, all of us, do our very possible best. Anything that prevents us from entering into this city, let us take it away. Then let us look unto Jesus, who is the author and the perfecter of our faith. Very beautiful. And the Bible says that even the streets, the streets, the streets is made of pure gold. And then the gates, Apostle John said that the gate is 12 gates. Each of the gates is made of a pearl. And beloved, do you know pearl, how pearl is being formed? Pearl is formed as a result of pain. As a result of what? Pain. And how it is formed is that you have a grain of sand which enters into an oyster. A grain of sand enters into an oyster. And when it enters into an oyster, it irritates the oyster. So the irritation causes the oyster to build a pile of calcium layers around the grain. So a pile of calcium layers is being built around that single grain. And as time progresses, obviously this one changes And become what? A pearl. So a pearl is as a result of the pain that the oyster has gone through. So beloved, heaven's gate is made of pearl. So when we go to heaven and then we see the gate, which is made of pearl, then it tells us that even though heaven and salvation is free, but it is the pain that our master Jesus Christ went through on the cross. So when we see that, we know that Jesus Christ went through this pain to be able to get us this beautiful city. Hallelujah. Oh, it's going to be a very beautiful place. And I'm praying that this glorious place, this glorious place, all of us, oh, must do our possible best to go there. Amen. And when you go to Revelation chapter 22, Uh, Verse 1 to 5. John continued to explain the place. And he said that in that place there is no sea. However, there is a river from the throne of God. From the throne of God. And that river is very clear as a crystal. Very clear as a crystal. And John said that on the bank of this river, we have the tree. Some trees which are called the healing wall. Trees. And this tree, they bear fruit. They bear twelve fruit. It means that each month they bear a fruit. So it means that in heaven there is abundance. Beloved, there is no hunger in heaven, no hunger. There is no starvation. There is enough for us to eat. And the tree said, "The leaves is also for healing." So there is no sickness in heaven. So all this sickness that, like we see. Here on earth, in heaven, there will not be any sickness. There will not be what? Any pain. So interesting. So, so interesting. In fact, in, in Revelation chapter 21, verse 4. So interesting. Huh. The Bible said that when we go to heaven, Jesus Christ is going to wipe away all our tears. Huh. So all the tears that like we have been crying. ha huh all the tears, the Lord Jesus Christ will wipe away all our tears because that place, there is no death. So because death is not there, there is no sorrow. So there is no what? Mourning. Your loved ones will not die. So you are not going to mourn. And because you are not going to mourn, there is no what? Crying. You will not cry. Amen. And because you are not crying, there is no what? Pain. Beloved, it's going to be a very beautiful place. It's going to be a very, very interesting place. And I pray to Lord God Almighty that we'll do our possible best to be in this city. To be in this city. And do you know what is even so interesting? If you read Revelation chapter, I think, chapter 22, verse 4. The Bible says that we are going to see the face of Jesus Christ face to face. The face of God. You will see Jesus Christ face to face. And you will be talking with Jesus. So interesting. You see that in the Old Testament, huh, when Moses wanted to see God, God said that nobody can see me and live. But in heaven, when we go there, we will see his face face to face. Hallelujah. And Jesus Christ's glory, oh, when it shines on us, oh, our heart will be at peace. And when you read the verse 4, of uh, Revelation 22, verse 4. The Bible says that, you know, Thornton, the people in heaven, they will serve God diligently. We are going to serve God very happily. We are going to rejoice. We will be very, very happy. And the verse 5 is what I lost. He said that, behold, all things are new. I've made everything world new. So everything in heaven is new. This is the place that this morning the Lord is presenting to us all. The place that he's presenting to <laughs> us. And when we read Revelation even 21, verse 26-27, he says that even nations and the kings, they will bring their glory also into the city. And that city that we are going, there is no temple, because God himself is the temple of that city. No case. Satan don't have its place there. It's going to be a very lovely place. Ah, which people are going to be there? What will be the population of the people? The people who are going to be there. The citizens. You know something? Apostle Paul says something. I think in Philippians chapter 3, verse 20, he said that for our citizens, our citizenship is in heaven. As we await for our Lord Jesus Christ. Paul is saying that our citizenship is in heaven. It's not on earth. When Paul was writing this phrase or this letter to the people at Philippi, he had this in mind. The city of Philippi was a Greek city. However, Philippi was a colony to the Romans. So Philippi was a Roman colony. Uh But the people are originally from what? Greece or they are Greeks. However, because they are, or because Philippi is a colony of Rome, the commonwealth of Rome, they also partake in it. To take part in the common world of the Roman Empire. So Paul was trying to say that huh, we are in this world, but we are not of this world. The common world in heaven, huh, We partake in it, we share with the inheritance of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah! So, beloved, your citizenship is not from here, but your citizenship is what is in, in heaven. So, no wonder Peter also put it this in First Peter chapter 1. Verse 11 to 12, that, beloveds, we are strangers and pilgrims, and therefore we should live our life in such a way that nothing will be able to draw us back. We are strangers here. A time is coming that all of us will be in heaven. So the population in, in heaven, Jesus Christ said that, in my father's house. it means that that place, God is there in heaven. The, the Lord God Almighty is in what? In heaven. Then Jesus said that where I am, you will be also. So Jesus Christ is also there. And then the next group of people is you and I. We will also be there together with the holy angels. That is the population in what? In heaven. Beloved, it's so interesting. So in heaven, which people are going to go there? They are the redeemed people. They are the redeemed people. People, The people that Jesus Christ has purchased with his blood. The redeemed. Huh? And the redeemed people are made of two categories of people. The first one, according to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13 to 18. The Bible says that all the people who have died in the Lord, when Jesus Christ come huh, with the shout, of a trumpet and then the archangel. The Bible said that those who are dead in the Lord uh, will rise up first. So they will be what? Resurrected. Uh, with a glorified and a glorious body. And those of us who are what? On earth. Uh, will also be caught up with them in, what, in, in the sky. Very beautiful. So the redeemed who are going to be there are uh, resurrected people who have died in Christ and also the rescued people on earth, which is us. Hallelujah. And also, the uh, the people that the Lord is going to give them rest. <laughs> the Lord is going to give them rest. In Revelation chapter 14 verse 13, the Bible says that, blessed is those who are now dead in the Lord. For the Lord God Almighty is going to cause them to rest from all their labor. So it That place, the people there are the people who are enjoying what? Resting. And that place, the people who will be there is the people who will be rejoicing. And that is the people uh, who is listening to me this morning. When we take this Jesus Christ and then we are with him, we are with him, it's going to be a very wonderful place that time. Hallelujah. So in conclusion, when we go to heaven, we are going to have relationship. Relationship with the Lord God Almighty. God is going to be there. The Bible says that He that is His dwelling. He's going to dwell with His people, the Immanuel, God with us. We will see His face. He will see our face. In heaven, we are going to have relationship with our Master Jesus Christ. the Redeem you will see Jesus. You will ask him, Jesus, so how was the pain on the cross? You will touch his fingers, you will touch his palm, his side, and he will tell you all that he went through in heaven. We will also have a relationship with the angels, too. The holy angels we will see that we will ask Michael. So Michael. How were you able to defeat the prince of the Persia? Michael will tell you all these things. Gabriel will tell you all of them. Gabriel, why were you not able to break through the prince of what? Persia. So we have relationship with them. We also have relationship with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, who is with us here, will have a very strong relationship with him. And also, you have relationship with all the saints who are in heaven. So your mother, your loved one, your father who has even died in the Lord in heaven you will see all of them it will be a place of rejoicing it will be a place that all our heart will be at peace so beloved if anything will prevent us from entering into this place this glorious home this morning may the Lord be very gracious unto us so that nothing will prevent us from entering into this place may the Lord God Almighty the God of our fathers, bless you all. Amen. Beloved, we want to pray to the Lord God Almighty.
1: The word of the
0: Lord has come to you this morning. We have described the picture of heaven unto you. Look at Jesus Sitting on his throne, the angels worshiping him.